Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. everybody welcome back to entertainment talk today i'm here to do another film review this one's going to be for avengers infinity war it's the latest release in the mcu uh this podcast will contain no spoilers until i tell you it's going to so don't worry about anything i won't be giving anything away um i will clearly let you know when the spoilers are about to uh come in i'm gonna then um in fact put music in uh, and then tell you I'm going to go into spoilers so you'll be you'll be warned when I go into spoilers so for now we are spoiler free uh, you don't need to worry about anything yeah Avengers Infinity War I just got back from seeing it I had dinner uh, and now I'm here to talk about it um, this film has left me speechless um, of course not entirely speechless I am still able to speak on the podcast um, but yeah, I just left the cinema and just thought like this is very much something different from the MCU because um, there's been complaints, of course, that you have your like formulaic superhero films where you got the you got the good guy, you got the bad guy. Um, there's things that happen, and then ultimately the good guy defeats the bad guy, and then you move on to a sequel. You kind of do the same thing again, but with different results, different characters. Um, and a lot of people have seen the Avengers as kind of having the same format for two films um, in terms of this is a team, this is what these people do, this team is going to try and overcome this particular bad guy. Um, and then it kind of goes from there. This is a very different superhero film. Um, it still does some of that stuff, of course, it's still a superhero film, but um, there's some there's some different things that happen in this film. Um, of course, one of the big highlights from this, uh, and this isn't a spoiler, uh, is the fact that you've got, um, so say, I, won't, I won't necessarily name names, <clears throat> but you've got particular sets of characters that meet each other, because of course you've got um, the Avengers, you've got the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, uh, Thanos himself, of course, uh, and a few other characters here and there. You got like Bucky and uh, War Machine and 
Hulk. I know Hulk's an Avenger. Um, but those kinds of things. Um, this film manages to mix comedy very well with serious storylines because essentially the plot of this film is Thanos wants to get the stones and use them to reset half of humanity or whatever it is that uh, that he does. Um, I can't talk about that too much more. But uh, that's essentially the plot of this film and as the film is going on um, and things are developing there's still jokes that are thrown in here and there and there's characters that like don't quite get the gravity of the situation and don't quite understand it um, and it makes when that sort of thing happens it makes sense um, and even as let's say the battle's heating up and certain things are happening characters are still confused in a way that makes sense um, and it doesn't just sort of service the plot um, as if to say oh this character doesn't understand this but they're going to later so that they can triumph again that's a that would have stepped more into a superhero sort of cliche where like oh I don't realize my true potential and then oh I found it and then oh I you know was able to defeat the bad guy the film doesn't really do that and it's very refreshing to not sort of see that um sure there's characters that have moments of triumph and like there's certain characters that um see I'm not even naming names here I, I'm trying to keep this really spoiler free there's certain characters that go up against uh newer ones and they think oh you know it's just another bad guy kind of thing I can use <clears throat> the best of my abilities to take them down and then it may or may not work um and then it kind of that that takes itself from there and then those those particular superheroes um, or characters have the realization of like, okay, this is a bit, this isn't what I was expecting, um, and that's very refreshing to see as well. Because um, you've got characters like, I'll use one example. You've got characters like Doctor Doctor Strange, who's got all this magic stuff, and he's able to like warp time and teleport and all that kind of stuff. And uh, as like some of these new and stronger villains come in, because of course it's not just Thanos on his own; he's got his own people as well. Um, so it's not just him fighting the Avengers, it's like these other characters as well. Um, and you get essentially, um, yeah, again, I'll, I'll go back to Doctor Strange for the reference. You get him going up against a particular new character and he thinks, oh, I can just like do this different trick and that different trick of things that I know and things that I think will work. Uh, they may or may not work and then they're sort of surprised by the outcome. So I thought that was really good as well. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can say spoiler free because there's just so much that happens in this film. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how long this film is. Because um, in the uh, view um, cinema, I won't say the exact location of the uh, the cinema, but um, I went to say it at view. And uh, it said 2.29, so 2 hours 29 minutes. But then if you look on Google, it says 2 hours 40. And I also watched um, Emergency Awesome's uh, spoiler free review and he said 2 hours 40. Um, I wasn't counting how long it was or anything I was just I just sat there and watched it um and didn't like look at, that, that would be kind of silly anyway if I just sat there and looked at the time just to see how long it was um I knew it finished at a particular time anyway so that didn't matter but um this film doesn't feel too long in fact I want Avengers 4 right now um as I'm sure everybody everybody's going to um and I won't give I won't give anything away about the ending I'm not even gonna like I don't, I don't want to give any hints or anything, but um, you'll want to see Avengers 4 straight away, basically. Um, 
what else is there? There's, yeah, there's just so much stuff that I can't talk about and I don't even want to hint to because it might make you think of certain things that will give away spoilers. So I'm not sure how much further I can go into that. Um, let me think of some questions you might have. How do they handle the superheroes? Um, that might be a question you might have really, really well. They are split off into certain groups. Again, I won't spoil who's in what group and whether or not they change groups and whatnot. Um, but that gives some surprises and some comedy and just really fresh um, interactions. Um, I'll give you one example. You have like Star-Lord that talks to Tony and Doctor Strange who talks to Tony. I think they, they meet in the trailers and stuff. But that goes to some really good places because you've got like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch who are all just like talking to each other. They've all got their egos and stuff because they all see themselves as like alpha males essentially. Um... So that's all really good as well. So the comedy is very strong and very sharp. Um, yeah, just trying to think what else there is I can talk about in spoilers. I, I can't really think of anything. Uh, but yeah, I uh, left the... Because I know I've only been talking for a short time. But there's just so much more that I have to talk about in spoilers. Um, but yeah, I just left the cinema and was just like... I can't believe what I just saw and it's so refreshing to have not that I was getting bored of film of superhero films or anything I know I spoke in my Black Panther review about like superhero fatigue and stuff but um I feel like this film sorted some of that out which I know is crazy I just watched two hours and 40 minutes of superhero films and now I'm saying I'm not tired of superheroes um but it sorts that out in a way that I think is going to work into Avengers 4 um in terms of characters and, and whatnot. Again, I, I have no idea what's going to happen in Avengers 4. So I could be entirely wrong. Um, but I feel like I have a gist of what they're trying to do a little bit. Um, and maybe that will be more of a gradual thing. Because uh, I definitely... What I'm talking about definitely doesn't like conclude itself at all in this film. Um, it very much is going to bridge itself to Avengers 4. Which I think we kind of anticipated anyway. Would happen that we'd have like... Sure, this is going to be a really long film. But... Um, a good chunk of it is like, and I I mean this in the best way possible because it creates some of the best interactions I've seen in like the MCU and stuff. Um, but a lot of this film is like characters meeting. Um, but that involves some really good fighting scenes, some really funny dialogue, and all kinds of stuff. That's really good as well. Um, so is it too long? No, it's well, yeah, it's a. 2 hours and 40 minutes is a long time but uh, you'll want Avengers 4 by the time you finish this film um, also stay for the after credit scene there's one of those, won't give any I'm not even going to talk about that here um, of course that would be a big spoiler but uh, yeah stay to the end of the credits there's not like a mid credits one that they've been doing I noticed they did that in a couple of films uh, I can't remember what the last one was they, they did it in uh, but yeah there's um, there's an after credit scene and the credits are a little bit Sure, unless they just scrolled quicker, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to just say as much as I can without spoiling stuff before I go into spoilers. Um, yeah, if you've got any questions or anything like that, um, you can email them in entertainmenttalkahotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com or Twitter at etalkuk or Facebook or the website or any of those kinds of things. Uh, there's lots of different options, um, for you to get your, uh, feedback in and stuff and when we do uh, oh yeah that was the other thing i was going to do is explain how this podcast is going to work 
So this is part one. This is just me coming back from the cinema and giving you my instant sort of take, my instant reactions, um, getting all of that out there. Uh, David said he is seeing the film soon. I'm not sure when Chris and Sophie are seeing it. Um, but eventually, basically, we'll uh, I'll try and do a combination of the four of us. Uh, and we can do a sort of longer, more in-depth podcast as well, which should be quite fun. Um, but yeah, this film left me very, very surprised. Um, yeah, it left me kind of speechless. Um, I've not really felt that way coming out of a film before. This is a very different superhero film and film in general, if if you get what I mean. Uh, yeah, I think that's about everything I have for... Um, non-spoilers uh, i did hope that i would have more for it but i just can't step i just can't step on any of the stones basically uh until i uh, go into the spoiler section because i i you should going go into this film knowing absolutely nothing um don't try and stay away from even spoiler free reviews um watch a few of them and i guess you've listened to this anyway uh but try and try and just go in completely clean and you'll be very surprised because it it worked on me, let me tell you, I'm very surprised, so, uh, alright, I'm going to go into spoilers in a minute, you don't need to turn off your, uh, I'll just say audio player, you could be listening from a number of places, um, entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all of our content, of course we've got, uh, Westworld that we just started up this week, uh, I'm, I'm aware of the embed, um, issues for the SoundCloud file, but if you look just above where the embedded file is supposed to be, there's a link to the SoundCloud file, and then just above that, there's a link for our iTunes as well. So hopefully you'll uh, find where that is and be able to listen. Again, any problems, just let me know. I'll try and uh, sort that out for you. Um, I'm going to go back to it. In uh, I'm going to go back to it soon and see if I can fix the, the problems that are there. But yeah, we got Westworld, which we came back for. Uh, I got Sophie's concluding thoughts on season eight for The Walking Dead. So that was uh, part two of eight the eight sixteen review. Um, they're separate podcasts. Of course, the part one is with me, Chris, and David. Um, we've got a bunch of superhero stuff happening right now. I'm going to be posting the Legends of Tomorrow podcast later, or sort of at the same time as this. Uh, we had the Black Lightning wrap-up podcast this week for season one. Of course, we'll be back for season two. Uh, tomorrow, we got iZombie um, returning for 408. I think it's episode eight this season. It, yeah, seven last week when it's episode eight this week. Uh, check out that as well tomorrow. Um, two spoiler-free video game reviews for Far Cry 5 and Hellblade. Of course, random gaming talk as well. Still not sure if we have a podcast for that this week, but I'll let you know. I'll let you guys know over, over on Twitter. Twitter's the best place you could reach us for like quick updates, basically. Um, what else? I did do a first impressions for Detroit Become Human this week. Uh, I recorded it and edit- edited it, but I um, don't know when I'm going to be uploading that. So have a look out for that as well. Yeah, entertainmenttalk.org is where you'll find all of that stuff. I'm going to go into spoilers after the music. So if you haven't clicked off your podcast, now is when you should do it. Uh, of course, you'll be safe for the next 30 seconds or so. Um, so I'm going to put in some music here. I'll give you another warning on the other side of the music, just in case you haven't been able to turn it off or something like that, because I really want you to go into the spoiler-free. Um, so yeah, I'm going to put in some music here. I'm giving you a spoiler warning now. I'm going to give you another one in a minute, and then I'm going to go into spoilers. So I'll see you on the other side for those. Uh, 
Okay, this is this is your final spoiler warning for Avengers Infinity War. If you've not turned off your audio player yet, do so now. Because uh, I'm going to go into spoilers. I've just given you um, two chances. One before the music and this one after the music. You also had the chance during the music as well. So please turn off your audio player. Because uh, I'm going to go into spoilers now. Okay, so... Um, more to talk about on the spoiler side um let's talk about the deaths of this film first and i want to keep my voice down slightly because uh i've got uh other people in this house i don't want to spoil it for i don't think they can hear me from here but just in case um so i know we had when thanos clicked his fingers because he got all six stones he clicked his fingers and rewrote reality in some kind of way um, so he does that, and then people start turning to ash. Here's what I think happened, and what I hope happened is the three characters that we actually saw die in this film are dead, so that would be Loki, um Gamora, and vision vision technically dies twice, but because um, he had the other infinity stone ripped out from his head. And then immediately following that, you had the scene with Thanos where um, he's in like this, dr- not I don't want to call it a dream really, it's this kind of new reality that he hinted to and talked about, um, where there's the younger Mora, she's standing there and she's like, Is, was it worth it? And all that kind of stuff. Um... And then you you sort of went back, which I didn't expect. I expected that to be the cliffhanger. Because I did hear that there was a cliffhanger, but I, I had no idea what it was going to be. So that wasn't really spoiled. Plus I kind of figured it would be, because we we're getting Avengers 4 next year. Um, So you had that happen, and then people start turning to Ash. Um, I don't believe that any of those characters that turned to Ash died. I believe that that was... Something I'm probably not supposed to understand yet, and I under I I get it. Um, because it happened to like Black Panther, Spider Man. I'll talk about the Spider Man stuff in a minute. Um, so it happened to Black Panther, Spider Man, uh, like Drax. Um, who else? Oh yeah, Nick Fury and Colby Smulders' character. I think her name's Agent. Danvers, I could have that wrong. I don't. I haven't heard her name for like six years. So, um, Kobe Smolders, she turns to Ash as well. And before that, um, the helicopter crashes into the into the building. Of course, Nick Fury sends out that mysterious signal to somebody. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, you have that happen. Um, and yeah that was when i started to get speechless because i was like what does any of this mean um where are these people going what is happening to them is it specific people it seemed to be specific people um yeah i and of course comic fans um or comic readers i guess will probably know what's happening have more of an idea I would guess because there's an Infinity War comic that I think this is based on my my superhero comic knowledge is not there at all I haven't really I haven't hardly read anything so um I feel like I'm supposed to be 
mis not misguided but confused by that. I feel like that's how I'm supposed to be feeling. Um Yeah, I just yeah, I, I walked out of this the cinema just completely like confused but in a good way because I'm like obviously they know what they're doing this is probably part of some sort of bigger picture that we're going to find out in Avengers 4 um but what what does it mean where are these people going they're not actually dead surely like we just got Black Panther and Spider-Man who had new films they're going to get sequels so they can't be dead um Drax I don't think he's dead um it happened to some other characters as well I think it was like War Machine it happened to, um, again, Nick Fury and Kobe Smulders, uh, it happened to as well, but maybe they've been sent somewhere else, um, I did think that all of the, um, last kind of 20 minutes is, like, the best stuff you're ever gonna see in, um, well, at least to, like, Avengers 4, the future of, of the MCU, is, like, the best stuff that we've seen so far, easily. It's, like, Thanos is fully powered. He's got, like, five stones at that point. Uh, I can't remember what they all are, but it's, like, reality, time, there's a soul stone, and then there's, there's another one. Um, and then there's a sixth one, which he gets from Vision's head. Um, of course, from the, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet and stuff. Uh, and then... Yeah, I was very, very confused because, like, okay, when he snaps his fingers, because he started collecting these stones. Again, I'm just speechless and just kind of all over the place. But <laughs> um, he gets these Infinity Stones and he's collecting them slowly and uh, he almost kills Iron Man in the process. And that was a genuine moment of, like, wow, Tony Stark is, like, not the head of the MCU, but he's, like, a major, major character um, of the MCU, I was like, this death would be appropriate, but is it actually going to happen right now? And then, of course, Doctor Strange saves him, and he, Tony asks him, like, why did you do it? And there's no real answer, but I'm guessing, I don't know, because that's, that's a big, um, thing for Doctor Strange to deal with, because he's either got to watch Tony die right in front of him, probably by, like, getting his neck snapped or something like that. Um, or give him this Infinity Stone, and he'll he'll essentially teleport away as well. Um, yeah, it's just the whole the entire sequence where he's like getting the stones, and he is like just beating up everybody. I mean, the the set of characters where you had Spider Man, Doctor Strange, the Guardians, and uh, I think it was uh, all those guys, uh, and they're like, they managed to almost get the gauntlet off of, um, Thanos' hand, because it's not his hand, of course, it's his glove, so, like, it's not attached to him, not that that would matter, um, and, like, he, he slowly tries to tell, um, Peter, or I guess, um, Star-Lord, that, like, he, yeah, Gamora's, Gamora's dead, um, and then Tony's saying to him, like, you have to keep it together right now. We've almost got this off him. Because him and Spider-Man, probably all Spider-Man in, in this film. Um, him and Spider-Man are trying trying to pull pull this thing off. And he's, like, slowly getting into Peter's mind. And saying, like, the sacrifice had to be made. And Peter was like, you didn't need to do it. And he punches him. And then it all kind of falls to pieces. Um, 
yeah, I want to talk about that as well with a bit more of a uh, personal note. It was so cool to see Spider-Man as part of the Avengers and like he's on this um I don't remember them giving a name, but the circle thing that they're trying to like keep a hold of and get inside and all that. The one that they try and ride or control. Um Spider-Man jumps onto it and uh he's slowly losing his breath and stuff cuz Tony's like you're going to run out of air if you don't come off. Um and Tony Stark being the the technical guy he is, like the technician that he is, he just throws Spider-Man this like little device and it turns his suit into the iron spider suit. I thought that that would bother me because it would like take away a bit more of what Spider-Man is, but I understood the purpose of the suit as well. Um, because it's essentially he has these like arms on his back or whatever, like an actual spider would do. Um, and the way they use it in this film is more of just like a balancing thing. So like when he needs a bit of extra support from something else. So like if he's trying to web something towards him, he can like use his iron spider legs. I'll say his new legs. He can use his new legs to like grab onto something else and help support him. Um, so it's not it's not necessarily pointing out the fact that Spider-Man is weak. Because he's clearly the weakest character out of all these Avengers. Um... And it, all these characters. Um, but it's essentially to just give him something else. Which I appreciated. Because as a big Spider-Man fan. I was like this suit doesn't look right. Because I remember when I first saw it. And I was like this suit doesn't look right. I don't like these arms coming off of him. It's just not Spider-Man. But um, I understood what the purpose. And the, and the mechanism of it was for. And I, uh, I I quite liked it actually. I Sure I prefer him being normal Spider-Man. And he probably will be in Homecoming too. Because um, again he's not. He's not dead. There's no way they killed off all those people that uh, turned to ash. I'd be I'd be shocked if that was what what happened. Well, even more shocked than why I am now, because um, of the, just the craziness of the, all the Thanos stuff in the conclusion. Um, oh, but um, yeah, that, that was a, that was a nice sort of treat. After all these years of like bad Spider-Man films and bad Spider-Man games, we've like we've had Homecoming. Um, we've had him, like, recast to an actual younger actor and stuff. Um, we had, uh, you know, we got the new the new PS4 game that's coming out. He's being allowed to join the Avengers. It's, uh, Spider-Man's in much, much better hands now, so I'm, uh, that makes me very happy. Um, poor Spider-Man, though, he gets knocked about so much and he just tries. He's just trying to help and stuff. Um, and he's just, he's just, like... Not to put him down, because of course I love the character. I wouldn't possibly put him down, but compared to like Doctor Strange and Iron Man and like all these other characters that are just crazy and they're doing magic and stuff, he's just got like his basic Spider-Man abilities, so he can't do anything like extra extraordinary, um, like bending time and using all the you know the Infinity Gauntlet and all that kind of stuff. He's just got webs and that, um, and there's particular scenes in this where. Um, it was during when they were t- trying to tie Thanos down, um, and like he shoots this one particular web at Thanos as he's as he's going past him, <laughs> and uh, somebody else goes to shoot something at him and it hasn't quite reached him yet, and he just like peels the the web off his face like it's nothing. I thought that was great, um, just to show like, yeah, Spider Man's Spider Man's very very cool and he can do a lot of stuff, but. This is Thanos, and he's got an Infinity Gauntlet, and he's got stones that can like bend time and change reality and do all this cra- crazy stuff. Um, 
So yeah, webs, spider webs aren't really going to do anything to him. Um, but hey, he put in what, what he could and stuff. Um, and even though I know that he's not dead, as soon as everyone started to turn to Ash, well not everyone, as soon as particular characters started to turn to Ash and stuff like that, um, and like it started happening to Spider-Man, I was like, great, I'm going to have to watch Spider-Man turn to Ash in front of me. Um, uh, yeah, that, that that was quite hard to watch, and like, because Tony's become his father figure, because like, even though we didn't have to see it, Uncle Ben's died and that. Um, and like him seeing Tony as his father figure and this mentor, and like he thinks he's dying, and um, he's like, I'm not ready to go, and he's this young teenage teenage boy who's just trying to help these massive Avengers, and he's like slowly turning to Ash. That was that was very very hard to watch. Um, even though. Surely it can't mean that those characters are dead. I don't. I just don't believe that. Because um, I'm sure there's there's a Spider-Man sequel. I know that, and there's a Black Panther sequel. Plus, we just got these characters. So, yeah, I'm not believing that. Um, yeah. So, but uh, let me talk about the characters that actually died as well. Because I know I touched on it, but I drifted away from it very far. Because uh, I'm just I'm a bit all over the place here. But this film just shocked me so much. Um, so Loki dies in this film, and I kind of, as like, as his death scene was approaching, I was sort of like, okay, it makes sense for him to die here. Loki doesn't really serve any bigger purpose, at least not to me. Um, so that made sense to me as well. Um, it was more tough on Thor to see his brother die, even though his brother is a terrible person. Um... It was still hard for for Thor, and that was like kind of the emotional impact. It didn't really do that much for me, but it was interesting to see one of these people die. Uh, the other one was Gamora. Um, I did think he'd maybe killed Nebula if Gamora didn't give up the uh, the information, because that guy's his to uh, Thanos. Like you'll need to to trade a soul for this, and he looks at Gamora, and you sort of like. Okay, I think Gamora is about to die, um, and she gets thrown off, and she's unfortunately dead. Um, that hit me a little bit, a little bit more. Um, and Gamora is a bit more of a newer character, so that's that surprised me. Um, but given the fact that reality is probably going to be rewritten or something, some of these characters couldn't could come back. But I don't think that they should. I think that they should stick with these deaths um, in terms of stakes and everything. Um, I mean the third death, um, which is Vision, uh, who technically dies twice because Scarlet Witch destroys the uh, the stone in Thanos rewinds time or like morphs him back or whatever, whatever he uses. Um, she yeah, she has to get rid of him in an emotional scene. I thought that worked quite well. Um, and then uh, yeah, Thanos just like pulls it out from his head um and he you literally see his body like shot off i thought that was a uh, kind of emotional um but yeah the, the 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 deaths made sense it's just i'm a bit more surprised with gamora and uh vision that as opposed to loki because i was like okay loki's been in the mcu a while and like what else has his character got to do um and i thought like not much and it makes sense that like he tried to betray Thanos, and you you don't get away with that. So, uh, what else is there to talk about? Um, yeah, just absolutely, just just incredible. All of this was. Um, 
and I was just, like sitting on the bus on the way back, trying to just trying to process all of this stuff and all this like rewriting reality and characters are turning to ash. And I even looked around in the cinema and people were like, "What is happening?" Because um, it's not clear, but it's in more of a mysterious way. Of course, you're not supposed to know, so that worked in that way. I probably already said that, but um, yeah, what else do I have to, I guess there's going to be a, pro, a part two to this podcast as well, whether it's with just David or David, Chris and Sophie or a combination of the four of us, so I'll, I'll have a second chance to sort of think about this more and do a second review whenever that happens, um, but yeah, I guess the last thing I should touch on is um, the, the post-credit scene basically where... Um, Nick Fury and Kobe Smulders are driving through New York. Just a normal sort of driving scene. They're just travelling somewhere. You don't need to know where it is. They don't really say either. Um, and this this car comes out, hits them, and Kobe gets out um, to see if the guy's okay. There's nobody actually in the car. I'm guessing the guy turned to ash as well. We didn't see any ash that I can recall. The car was very black as well. Um, so it might have blended in. But I don't remember seeing that. Um, but maybe like the ash was at the bottom of the seat or anyway. Um, she sees that and she's like, Oh, he's gone and then um they turn around and see this helicopter that crashes into this building, um, and then they they're both just as confused as the audience and as the rest of the characters. I like the fact that um just going back just briefly, um, when Loki not Loki, sorry, Thor like fully powers up and becomes Kratos, basically. <laughs> if you've seen any of uh, the new uh, God of War footage from the new game, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and he's like all electrified, I guess is the word to use. He's all beamed up with electricity and he's jumping all over the place and killing everyone and doing everything, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, and then he just he sticks Thanos in the, in the chest and you're like, okay, it wasn't quite as easy as the fake Gamora kill. But like, maybe. And then Thanos is trying to speak and you're like, Okay, this doesn't quite seem... It's not concluded just yet. And like he says, you should have gone for the head. And then that's when he clicked his fingers, of course. Um, And then it goes back to Thor later. And uh, he's like, what did you just do? Because nobody really understands what's supposed to be happening. Just as much as the audience, which makes sense. Um, Like some of the characters might have a bit of an idea, but Thor didn't. So... um. But yeah, then we went back to then I'll go back to the uh, the after credit scene where um yeah the plane crashes and then Nick Fury turns around and Kobe is turning to Ash as well. Um My only guess with that is it's some sort of teleportation thing. That Thanos is like maybe he maybe like again this is just a complete guess, I have no idea. But maybe like when he clicked his fingers, this is that's obviously what activated the people turning to Ash. Um, I think it will happen to everyone eventually, but again, I could be completely wrong. Um, so I think it happens to everyone eventually, and then I think Thanos goes on to this new reality thing that we saw him in with Gamora, because it's, it's essentially his way of getting his own peace um, with Gamora, with his with his daughter, I guess. Um, and I think that the other characters are being teleported somewhere. Again, could could be completely wrong. It's just me speculating on what I see and what I sort of think is uh, is happening. Uh, yeah, that about does it for my initial reaction and my sort of thoughts, quick thoughts to uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Can't wait for Avengers Four. I, 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 I yeah. 
Wow, I, I have no idea what's going to happen next because the world's kind of completely in disarray and in a complete mess because people are turning to ash, helicopters are crashing into buildings, Thanos is creating new realities or something, people have died, um, yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen but I'm really excited. Um, now that I'm more excited for Avengers 4 than I would be for, than I was for Infinity War but now it's because I, I suppose because I've seen the conclusion to this film and know how it leads into this next one with all this mysterious weird crazy stuff that's happening I'm more excited but then again it's the story continued so um yeah incredible film I don't think I have anything else left to say but uh yeah amazing left me speechless um I don't think you can do much, much better than that. So, there, there was some some slow parts, but I felt like it just led to this bigger, massive conclusion. So, um, definitely all paid off in the end. Um, plus, you opened with Luke's death, so you you did open with something quite strong. Uh, yeah, that's that's my initial reaction, my quick review, or I guess quick review, <laughs> to uh, Avengers Infinity War. I will be back with part two. I couldn't tell you when because it's up to everybody else when they're going to see it and come back and whatnot. But hopefully within a week or so. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there, I guess. Uh, get everybody else's opinions and sort of come in as a group and talk about it more and have fun. Talk about this madness that this film is. Um, yeah, I've run out of words. So, um, yeah. Excellent, excellent job, Marvel. And thank you for including Spider-Man. Um, yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. I won't take up any more of your time. I already did the housekeeping to let you know what's happening on entertainmenttalk.org. So please go over there, share it around with your friends and family, all that good stuff. Um, I would say go and enjoy this film, but I'm hoping that you have seen it by the time you reach this part of the podcast. Otherwise, I've spoiled the hell out of it for you. Uh, again, I hope I gave everybody enough warnings. I feel like I did, so, um... Yeah, alright, I should end this podcast before I start rambling and going on too long. Uh, Thank you all very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you, of course, before Avengers 4. Um, We'll see you next time for the next piece of content. Uh, Goodbye.